Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, it's a football Friday, the last one in the NFL season. We've got the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 54 on Sunday. Patrick Mahomes versus Jimmy GQ Garoppolo. Andy Reid against Kyle Shanahan. An explosive offense against one of the best defenses in the NFL. And we're going to bring it all down with you and so much more with Chris Torello of Spectrum Sports 360 and Bay News 9 on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times along with producer Steve Versnick. Hey, folks, if you're like me, you're probably sick and tired of paying for high electric bills. You know, the other week I had to turn my heat on, and I'm scared to look at my electric bill. But if you want to save 90 to 95% off your electric bill, listen to me now. May Electric Solar is a locally owned company, and May Electric Solar is the safest solar available. They don't use high voltage like many other companies. And May Electric Solar has a 25-year warranty on all their equipment and labor. Now, they have a full showroom that's open weekdays. You can see their quality products. The May Electric Solar has been around for 12 years. They've earned a great reputation with their customers and peers. There's a lot of other solar companies out there imitating them, trying to use their great name. But remember this. They don't use subcontractors, and they don't subcontract for any other company in any other way. So everyone knows it has to be May all the way. Let's stop the insanity of these out-of-control electric bills and start saving now. Call May Electric Solar at 727-819-2862. That's 727-819-2862. All right, the lovely, the talented Chris Torello of Spectrum Sports 360. You see him on Bay News 9 joins us now. Uh, Chris, we've got this big game down here in Miami everybody's talking about called Super Bowl 54. It's uh, the 49ers and the Chiefs. Don't know if you've heard about it, but uh, apparently they're going to play on Sunday. You know, I we saw the 49ers the first week of the season. The Bucks lost to them. I really, you know, going back that far, I really thought the Tampa Bay was a better football team and just kind of threw the game away. Boy, you get a different picture now six months later. Yeah, well, first off, let me say, Rick, happy holidays. This truly is the greatest week <laughs> in the history of the world. Patrick Mahomes. So, uh, no, I um, I know I come in hot, but I think, um, I, no, but you're right. I think if you're, we all sitting here week one, it was like, you know what? I think Jameis is going to go out there with Bruce Arians, and they're going to beat Jimmy Garoppolo. He had the knee injury. He wasn't that effective. And you think to yourself, you know, at the end of the game, you're like, well, Jameis threw that game away in a lot of levels. Mm. But also, mm. I, mean, I mean, I remember George Kittle had like a breakout. I mean, he was finding every ball. Yeah. He looked like Jason Witten, always open. And mm. um, so, yeah, I think um, – you know, this 49ers team kind of just methodically worked its way through the regular season. I kind of had to double check their 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 standings, their stats, everything. I I mean, because you look at Jimmy G in the playoffs, I think, and even going back to the end of the regular season, he's got three touchdowns, three interceptions over his last five games. He was like six for eight with like 77 yards passing with no touchdowns yeah. his last game. It's not like he lights it up all the time. So, yeah, 
the the 49ers are interesting, man. But I'll tell you what, their run game has come a long way, and uh, they they have the ability to, you know, it doesn't matter who it is. They've got they potentially, if Matt Breida from Nature Coast can get back involved a little more, they'd have a three headed Mm -hmm. monster, and that's pretty dangerous. Well, Raheem Mostert uh, was the only head they needed. He ran for 200 yards and four touchdowns in the NFC Championship game. You know, I, I had a chance to talk to John Lynch um, down here in Miami. In fact, uh, if you have a chance, selfish plug, go to TampaBay.com and read this story. He was having lunch with his entire front office. And, and I will say, you know, when you get to this game, everybody's happy, right? You've had you've had the most successful season you could imagine. You've reached your goal of getting to the Super Bowl. Now you got to win it. Um, but... Uh, you know, we all remember Lynch as as you know a, a smart guy. A, a, you know, he's a seven time Hall of Fame finalist. He might get in on Saturday. We all know. Um, and then he was a you know a broadcaster, a field that you're in, that made it all the way to the number two team in Fox. Looked like his career and his life was set. And then all of a sudden, you know, he he, he decides to uh, you know to talk to Kyle Shanahan about coming to GM. And in three years, Chris, three years, they went from. Zero uh, and nine to six and ten the first year, four and twelve when Garoppolo blew out his ACL last season, and here they are, boom, in the Super Bowl. Um, the Bucks can't get out of their own way. They've gone twelve <laughs> seasons without making the playoffs. Yeah. Their last playoff win was Super Bowl thirty-seven. Uh, so, I mean, everybody asks, kind of like, "Hey, Lynch, if you wanted to be a GM, you know, there's a team right down the street here. Maybe you could have called them." And I know it didn't work out that way. Have you been surprised at, at Lynch's success, and 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 what do you take by the way he's built this team? Because he built it from the front back on both sides of the ball. Yeah, well, first, I mean, this wasn't really the, uh, the the way I wanted to do it. I wanted a press conference, but going broadcaster to GM, I will be taking over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers effective <laughs> Monday. Uh, you know, I just figured, you know, breaking I was news. Was, was inspired. I was inspired by John Lynch, and uh, you yeah. know, I figure. If, might as well. I don't have. Do it. I don't, yeah, I know. I, I was more yeah. of a hard-hitting left bench, but uh, you know, we'll <laughs> give it a try. No, but I wasn't. I I'll tell you what. Jesus, anyone you talk to, he's so smart, you know. And I think he he has a great. He he always saw the game full, like you know, head on. Like he saw everyone in front of him, almost like a catcher yeah. would see. Yeah, the game. a little bit. When you're mm-hmm. when you're back there in that secondary. You can see mm-hmm. the whole field. So I think, mm-hmm. like you said, the way he built these teams, um, you know, he's been, it's been methodical. And, you know, if, if Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't get hurt, who knows? Maybe it's a little bit of a faster pace but to get there. But I think, you know, John, yeah, and it stinks for the Bucks because there are so many of their former players who are involved in the game or who want to make a difference in the game. And you look at a Derek mm-hmm. Brooks and some others and it's like, man, like yeah. how could you miss on this guy? How could you miss on that? I remember when Mc, with Sean McVay last year, it was like, you know, right. Oh my God, he was here and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. it seems like for the bucks, it's always like, man, if only they had made a different phone call or if they had just offered the job, but yeah, I mean, you really, it's tough to live like that, but you know, I think, I think Lynch is happy where he is, and I think he's he's happy to be winning on the West Coast. And, you know, now look at him. It could be a really special weekend for him. Well, it could. I mean, I don't know. You know, his chances in the Hall of Fame seem to be getting a little better. There, there's certainly a first ballot guy in Troy Palomalu. Yeah. It's rare to get two safeties in, much less, you know, one safety, much less two. 
Um, but it helps that his visibility is what it is. People are talking about his career this week because he is the GM of this football team. And, um, you know, and there's no question. I mean, look, they're playing Patrick Mahomes this week. If, if John was that brilliant, he'd have drafted him, you know, when he came out three years ago. Yeah. He didn't. Uh, he, he did, however, make the, the best deal that I think, you know, has really transformed the 49ers. I mean, obviously you can talk about their defense and all the first-round picks on the defensive line. Um, but also, you know, getting Garoppolo for a second-rounder from New England might have been the steal of the league in some respects. And I know that, you know, that Jimmy didn't you know throw but eight passes or seven or eight passes this last time. And you know what? He didn't have to. Here's what I remember, Chris. I remember them going to New Orleans, needing to win to maintain the top seed really the last three or four weeks. And they got into a shootout. And they won that game 48-46. So for people that don't think Jimmy Garoppolo can play if he has to, if the opportunities are there, I would just look at that and say, you know, I mean, he hasn't had to do a lot, you know, because they've been so good running the football and playing defense. Oh no, I agree with you. And they're—I mean, their their run, their their defense is one of the best, and that's why I think I'm leaning a little towards them this weekend uh, because mm-hmm. I think Jimmy Garoppolo. I think you're going to see a Jimmy Garoppolo who studied under Tom Brady. You're going to see a guy mm-hmm. who isn't afraid of the bigger moments. Um, right. And like you said, whether it's the sign of a great quarterback is someone who understands their their role in the game plan, and, and a quarterback's just as important understanding that. I mean, I remember to bring up future Hall of Famer Eli Manning. I remember that day in Green Bay in 07. He didn't throw yeah. a touchdown pass, but he moved the ball, and that's yes. your job. So, you know, if you can move the ball between the 20s and then all of a sudden it's, you know, hey, a little dink and dunk here, and then we're going to ground and pound at the from the 5 to the goal line. Who cares? It's about winning. Right. I think you're right. right. Garoppolo could go off. This could listen. I think this this is going to be one of those games where deep where you know the defense is really kind of tighten up. It seems to always happen. But I mean, mm-hmm. if Garoppolo and Mahomes want to go off for four quarters, I mean, have at it. We deserve it after last year's Super Bowl. <laughs> oh Ball. God, yeah. <laughs> I know. What was yeah. it thirteen to ten or something like that? Yeah, it was a god awful offensive yeah, game. Yeah. Just a lot of punts. Um, well, they got a guy. Look, Kansas City has a guy uh, in Patrick Mahomes who is unlike any quarterback I've seen. Chris, I think this guy, you know, and we're going to find out is he is he going to be Dan Marino in that you know in his in his third year he goes to a Super Bowl. Dan Marino went in his second year, and you think he'll be back a lot. This guy's going to be back ten or twelve times, and then he never gets back to this game again. Or, you know, could he become not just the face of the forty of the Kansas City Chiefs, obviously, but maybe Tom Brady-esque in that you might see them in this championship game or in the Super Bowl probably six or seven times in the last dozen years or so. The next I think it's – yeah, I think it's – I think a lot of it's going to depend on uh, Andy Reid. Um, you know, I yeah. think he's been very big on that. You know, part of me was thinking, God, if Kansas City were to win this game, would there be any thought to Reid maybe, you know what, I want Eric Bieniemy to be a head coach so bad you know, like, mm. would there be any thought to, like, finally riding off into the sunset? But he's so good at talent evaluation and being one of those guys that can understand the game. He would be right yeah. there with the enemy as a GM, as an, you know, as a special assistant type. I mean, who knows? But I don't think that's going to happen. But my point is, I think it does matter what Reed does. I think Mahomes has all the talent in the world. The way they kind of came back against Houston, the way they had to come back a little bit against the Titans. 
I mean, they, he's special, you know, he can do so many things. Uh, he's so athletic. Um, you know, I, I just, for me, I, I look, he never looks like the moment is too big for him. And I think that's, it's like he embraces that he embraces being down 21, nothing he embraces. And you know, what's funny is he's had eight touchdowns in the playoffs and no interceptions. It's not like he's gone. It's not like, Oh, we're down 21, nothing. And Pat Mahomes threw a pick six. No, that none of that's happened. So, you know, it's, um, I think he's, he's one of those guys that just, you know what, as long as you give him the ball with any time left, you know, he's dangerous. And I think you're right. That's like Tom Brady. If you give the Patriots any time on the clock to try and tie or win a game, I think they're going to tie or win a game. And that's how I feel with his weapons. Like, you know, you look at Hill, you look at Sammy Watkins. I mean, you know, and of course they have their own guy in Travis Kels, who I think is either going to win the MVP or only have three catches. Um, but I mean, it's the type of guy he is. So yeah, I think this, this has, the potential, but we say that. I mean, look, we thought Jared Goff and the Rams were about to go off too. That's so, right. I mean, That's right. You never, you never know. But yeah, and I'll say this: it's great for the league that the Patriots aren't here. It's great for football that we've got new blood, young quarterbacks. Jimmy's twenty-eight, Mahomes is twenty-four. So this mm-hmm. is really this is a fun Super Bowl. It's in Miami. That's a whole other bag. But you know, at least it's it's a fun Super Bowl, and I think. Hopefully, as long as we get some scoring and it's a good game, and whether it's in the 20s, maybe the low 30s, I think a lot of people are going to love this game. You know, what's interesting about Mahomes and, and you know, what he's achieved at a young age, I, I think a lot of that, look, we see it all the time. It's nature versus nurture, right? I mean, his dad was a major league pitcher, and he was around, you know, professional athletes from the time he was a kid. Now, he played baseball himself. That's a whole other story, Chris. I could do a whole podcast with you on – on, on how guys are, are forced to specialize in girls way too early in their lives instead of just becoming all-around athletes and enjoying playing multiple yeah. sports. Um, we're going to talk in a minute about Tony Watson, the kid from Tampa Catholic, who is a great baseball player that's now decided to focus on, on, on soccer. But, you know, Mahomes, because of his ability in baseball, learned to throw from different platforms, arm angles, and now you see his athletic ability and all of that translate to the NFL, and you know, you've got another quarterback in Arizona that played, you know, that was drafted, yeah. uh, you know, in the first round by the Oakland A's. That uh, you know has some of the same skill sets uh, with respect to throwing the football. And so, you know, um, you know, for those parents out there, you know, that that want little Johnny or Janie to only specialize in whatever sport it is: golf, soccer, baseball, basketball, and try to play, you know year-round in that one sport, I would just say look at the better athletes in our game, all the games. They they tend to be people that have, you know, that have done a lot of different things. I agree with you. And, yeah, I was going to bring up Kyler Murray. I think you're right. And I actually think Kyler Murray – now I don't know if um, Ryan Gosling, his head coach, is the right, is going to ultimately. <laughs> wait, wait, test. it's not. It's not really Ryan Gosling. He's just a guy that looks like Ryan Gosling. Well, well this is the first time. But the, 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 yeah. the, 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 the facts matter. But no, I um, <laughs> I think you know Kyler had a really nice rookie season, despite being sacked and all the things mm-hmm. that went wrong. I mean, they kind of put it together there. To we saw them, you know, kind of yeah. when they were almost starting to figure it out. You know, against yeah. Tampa. So I think Kyler has the upside the same way 
that you look at Patrick Mahomes. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think though that's the way you need to go. And and I agree with you. I you know we have and we have a lot of talent in the Bay Area where you know yeah, I'll see one sure. kid on a football field and then it's okay he's going to play basketball now or she's going to go play soccer now. But that's like, what, but I love, that. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I no, totally. Absolutely. I told I I dig that babe in a big way. <laughs> so, um, you know, the the thing about. Uh, about the 49ers is you know they have a they have a steep tradition as we know about and it's been fun to watch them put this thing back together um you know they've won five super bowls under Eddie DeBarlow they're going for their sixth uh you know I didn't think Kyle Shanahan I, you know with what he experienced in the Super Bowl as an offensive coordinator with Atlanta the 28 to 3 how much of that has to be even though he says well you know I learned from it but let me tell you if they get a lead in this game they will run this football until they can't run it anymore. I mean, I think we saw that in the NFC Championship game. He was not going to let Garoppolo throw. Um, but there's got to be a little bit of a sting from that, right, that he's he's back in this game this time as a head coach. But he is the play caller. So both Shanahan and Andy Reid, who hasn't won, a, hasn't won a Super Bowl and hasn't been to one in 15 years, they both have some good demons to exercise here, right? Oh, absolutely. And I'll t- and I think but that like you said about the way that they kind of played that last game, I think with more stack going off, even look at the game before. I mean, Tevin Coleman had to go off a little bit. That's too, right. Minnesota. So, you know, that's why I almost think maybe it is time for Nature Coast Matt Burita. Just maybe he's a surprise. Mm-hmm. If you get him the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be a great story for all of us. Uh, but yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think this is. You know, for Shanahan, I mean, and and the funny thing is, is I mean, what a team to have to. If you decide to go up fourteen nothing, I mean, you you already know they're gonna come back. Like it's already predetermined. Oh, yeah. Chiefs will find a way back into the game. So I think Shanahan don't rein in the dogs too early. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah, Shanahan might be that coach that's like, hey guys, listen, let's just kick a field goal here. You know, let's be up three nothing. <laughs> you know, let's not. No, but I think Shanahan's the type of guy that compartmentalizes and is just going to be like, we're going to, yeah. has the game plan is, is just going to go. And I think if you told him you're going to be up 28 to three in the third against the, against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, will you take it? He's not going to say no because of that. He's going to say hell yes. So I think, um, mm-hmm. you know, but again, I, Patrick Mahomes, man, that's what makes it so exciting is I don't think either team will ever be out of it. And uh, that's that's what's going to make this fun. But you're right. The demons are there for him. I feel like the country's pulling for Andy Reid, man. I mean, yes, he's just, I do, he's, too. Oh, man. I, and it's just because he looks like a cool uncle. And, you know, it's, it's just somebody you really want to see win. And, I mean, I grew up in New England, New, the New York, New England area where yeah. people hate Andy Reid. Uh, because he was always winning with the Eagles, but he's such a nice guy. And, you know, I was reading the story in the Inquirer, the Philadelphia Inquirer, about how football really saved him after he lost his son. And yes, I mean, that's, yeah. you know, we forget those stories. You know, not mm-hmm. this week. We've all been reminded that that these athletes are human. But I think, um, you know, that was I remember that reading that and I remember when that happened. And so, you know, it's just there's a lot of like you said, there's chance to do some demons over, but there's some chance for possibly some closure for someone like Andy Reid if he could win this game. All right. So you said you kind of tend to lean towards defense a little bit, but uh, what's your prediction for this one? Oh, well, I, I think because of defense, you know, man, I, I just I refuse to believe Patrick Mahomes is going to be the one that gives up multiple picks. 
Um, right. I, I just go back and forth so much. I think I'm leaning towards. I'm leaning towards the 49ers strictly because of def- a little bit of better defense. But I'll tell you what, man. I, I, I'm my head says the 49ers, but my heart says the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, we got a former friend who worked at or former colleague, a friend who worked at Bay News Nine, uh, Pat Carragher, who is the biggest Kansas City Chiefs fan you ever meet from New Jersey. And um, he uh, he is so in agony right now over these two weeks. So I am I'm pulling for him. So my, my heart says go with Kansas City. Tell you what, man. You just said I tell you what, man. Uh, okay, so Kansas City is is who is your heart, but your head says San Francisco. Yeah, well, you know that's that's how that's how we do it. We, you know, we basically just. Well, so right I thought because the, the song goes, "I left my heart in San Francisco, not I left my head there." But anyway, that doesn't really matter. Dip, dip. Okay, so I'm I'm going to go ahead and throw my prediction. I'm going to I'm going to say San Francisco wins this game. Very tight game. Um, probably a little higher scoring than we might anticipate with a great defense. But, you know, in talking to Lynch and others, you know, the one thing they remind me of, of the Bucks in this sense back in the day, which was didn't seem to matter who they played. Like everybody talks about, ooh, you know, even back to 99, you know, the greatest show on turf and all this speed. Yeah. And, you know, the Oakland Raiders, best offense in the, in the league. You know, what are you going to do with, uh, you know, all those weapons that Rich Gannon has? And at the end of the day, it, it always becomes, yeah, but how are you going to handle those guys in front of you? You still yeah. got to beat the guy in front of you, right? Like you can't execute anything if you're getting your your doors blown in and yeah. they're getting penetration and, and hitting your quarterback. So yeah. I'm going to say the 49ers win because of their defense, and and we'll see what happens. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Meanwhile, the Tampa Bay Lightning are back off their all-star break. Um, they started in Dallas, not so good there. Lose uh, in overtime on um, sort of a giveaway by Braden Point. And then, uh, you know, big win, uh, you know, against the L.A. Kings, who aren't a great team, but they win that, that game 4-2. to two. So they're on this run, Chris. It's still continuing. I mean, uh, they're racking up the points. Andre Vasilevsky's racking up the wins. They look like they've kind of settled in here now a little bit if they don't fall into bad habits that this is going to be where we got 29, 29 or 28 games left. That's it. That's crazy. It's crazy how fast it happens, man. You know, but uh, uh, I'll say this. I like I kind of I go back to that overtime loss even after Stammer tied it there late in the game. I I kind of like what he said afterwards where he was like, you know, we just didn't play good hockey. It was a little sloppy and we mm-hmm. got to clean it up and all that. Like I kind of I think Stammer has been really a little bit more mentally critical. Like, you know, he's, he's, I think he's a little more, you know, kind of vocal this year about disappointment. Like, and I like that because I think for him, Mm -hmm. you see it, you see how serious he's taking this season. And, um, you know, but at the same time, while he's having a nice season, you know, Kucherov continues to play well and other guys, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I remember Alex Kalorn, it was like otherworldly for what he was doing. And now Tyler Johnson's playing well and, 
you know, so the, the, the guys they need to, to be playing well are playing well. And, you know, they're yeah. like you said, they're coming into form. And, and I just, I mean, I, I, I was, I've been saying it since, since Christmas, they're going to catch Boston. I don't care. They're going to, the Bruins are not as, I don't think the Bruins are as good. And um, I, I just think I would hate to see the lightning are going to be one of the top. They're going to be one of the better teams, but you better mm-hmm. hope that, you know, the lightning, you don't see the lightning in the first round. Cause I think they're, you want to talk about exercising demons. I think yeah. they're going to just, I think whoever they get in that first round, they're going to just hurt. You're going to pay for I, it. Yeah. I think so. I think that's going to be like, you're Columbus. <laughs> we don't care who you are. We're going to be, you know, I, I truly I, believe that. I almost feel, I mean, there's a part of me that feels sorry for them because, and I've talked to Diana Neros about this. Like, it's like, yeah, none of this really matters. Like, they literally can play the entire season. It doesn't really matter until they get to the postseason and win some games there. It just all of this is just sort of a means to an end, if you will. Like no one's gonna give talk about giving your heart to a team. It's gonna be you know, I know people there are lightning fans everywhere, but it's it's gonna be really tough and I, I feel like that's that's almost disappointing because you're not enjoying what what's happening, you know, day in, day out. But I guess that's the position they put themselves in when you don't when you have that much talent and you don't get it done, especially when you flame out in four games. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a lot like, I mean, not like football can be taken this way, but, you know, the, the Patriots fans, it's like, okay, wake me up in January. You know, I mean, that's, that's right, basically Right, right, that's they, true. You yeah. know, I mean, but, yeah, I think if you're a Lightning fan, you've got you've seen this act before. Oh, wow, what a yeah. wonderful regular season. Oh, wow, look at this record. Wow, that's mm. great. You know, like, it almost becomes a little too – you know, it's like, okay, but I think at the same time, you almost take it for granted. You almost take for granted how good of a team you get to watch for an That's entire right. five, six months. So, yeah. you know, but yeah, I think until they kind of, you know, fait accompli, until they, you know, mission accomplished, win the Stanley Cup. Um, you know, that's how it's going to be around here. And, um, but I do think they're good enough. I think John Cooper, you know, here's, I remember there was those rumors, however, true they were you know but he's the right guy for a job like this you know him and julian brisebois you know they kind of always have had you know the right pulse at the right time and you know i think those two are in sync so we'll see what they do with uh, the deadline we'll see what they try you know, last year they didn't do anything so um mm-hmm. you know, i think i think that's going to be important you know i, I you know it's, that should be coming up what this later in february yeah. so I mean, this is you know that's that's a big moment for them to see what they need. I don't know what they need, but I think I think every Lightning fan will say they need something. You know, don't just sit yeah. there. You know, do something. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. We'll yeah. see what they add. Give me something for sure. Okay, so um, we mentioned the Lightning. They were at the Staples Center, which brings me to I haven't gotten your thoughts, of course, on the uh, the tragic death of Kobe Bryant and his and his daughter. You're of the generation. My generation was uh, probably a little more Michael Jordan. You know, that was the iconic. Uh, basketball figure and 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 uh, clearly Kobe was as much a carbon copy in his in his skill set and and you know frankly looked like him on the court um but describe for me the the loss that uh folks in 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 your uh your neck of the wood your your age group in particular feel for Kobe Bryant uh I mean I think just and, and, and I'll say this, Rick, the one thing that I have tried to do throughout this week is mm-hmm. understand the loss for for people that really knew him, you know, because yes. I, listen, it's one thing for me to sit there and say, I remember Kobe coming out of, you know, lower Marion. I remember him wearing number 33 and watching him in the McDonald's All-American game with my cousins when we were, 
you know, seven years old, you know, I remember right. all that, but you know, I think, you know, the Lakers, his run, and I was actually watching uh, real sports with Brian Gumble, and they actually revisited the two times that they profiled him. They profiled him in 2000 and then they profiled mm. him again in 2016. And, wow. you know, they, they, and it was wonderful to watch. It was, it was sad mm. to watch, but it was also wonderful to kind of go back and see all that. So, yeah. you know, I think for my generation, yeah, I mean, I was kind of the, the tail end of Jordan. You know, my cousins and I all had the, the Michael sure. Jordan jerseys. But then after Jordan retired, after he after the, the illegal push off in the basket and he retired. <laughs> Stop it. Um, <laughs> yeah. After the after the basket and he retired, it's like, OK, who do we turn to now? And we turn to Kobe and he yeah. was our guy because we loved the way he played. And, you know, that whole thing about, you know, you know, shooting, you know, a, a crumpled up piece of paper at a basket. Yelling, yeah, oh, yeah. It's real. You know, that's yeah. real. As real as it can get. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, but then I also look at it from an angle of, you know, I mean, first off, I saw Vanessa Bryant's post the other night. I thought that was completely forced by social media because all we heard was, you know, New York Post is posting something about how she can't even get through a sentence without crying. First off. None of us need to know that. That's nobody's business. This right. woman should be Wait. allowed to yeah. grieve with her three daughters, two of them mm-hmm. who will never think about it. Two of her they daughters know him. will yeah. never know that we got him. We got him. Yeah. They'll never yeah. get him. And that's yeah. the part that I can't I can't wrap my head around is, you know, like right. I lost my dad when I was 14 years old, but I got my dad. Like I you know knew him. Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. never forget him. I'll always know who he was and what he stood sure. for. But they'll, those two little ones will probably never be able, you know, it'd be one thing if it was like, you know, oh, like, oh, like Derek Jeter's got two little girls and he just got into the Hall of Fame. They don't, you know, like, oh, wow, look at that's daddy playing baseball. Well, he can always be there showing them those memories, but you want them there to kind of be with you as you kind of say, yeah, dad was a big baseball player or daddy was a big basketball player. And they don't get that moment. So, and for, for, yeah. for their, for their daughter to perish as well and. Yeah. I mean, I was, I think that's what made it even worse, you know, and, and that's what, you know, being a little bit older, being someone who's about to, you know, probably not to let the cat out of the bag, but probably someone who's looking at getting engaged and married and having kids. Whoa. And, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got breaking news. No, no, no. It's just getting, you know, I mean, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm 30 years old. I got to start living. So, but, um, you know, I think. <laughs> I think, you know, for someone who's no like expiration all- date here, Chris, you can, well, you can wait as long as you want. I mean, well, no, but I mean, well, yeah, but yeah tell that to my mother. So, but, um, you know, I think, <laughs> but, uh, no, but, you know, I mean, someone who, who had, you know, so I think we all at some point think, man, I'd like to have a family. I'd like all this. Stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It no. kind of gets to you. It, it humanizes oh, everything a little bit more. So, yeah, no, I yeah. think as, as a fan, it's devastating. And as just a person, yeah. it's. You know, I, I'm just, yeah, it gets you. So it's a rough week, and I think it's hard for people in your business too because you're covering all this and you're talking about Kobe Bryant and you're talking about the memories. He was a flawed human being, like most of us all are. Yeah. He had mistakes that he had made, and you and you've got a way, sort of eulogizing a guy, remembering his career, and then also recognizing that you know what, seven other people perished on that plane. Well, not well, eight others <laughs> if you include his daughter. And these were, you know, young women playing basketball and their parents. It was, you know, a horrible, unspeakable thing. And and uh, and yet, I think we'll all remember sort of uh, sort of where we were 
uh, unfortunately, when uh, when all that took place. You're doing a story on Spectrum uh, Sports 360 and Bay News 9 on uh, Tony Watson, who I mentioned a minute ago. Tell me about it. This guy was uh, he's a pretty good baseball player. Now what's he doing? Well, yeah, no, he's still committed to, to baseball, but the fact is is that he's played soccer. He loves soccer. You know, it was one of his family friends taught him the game when he was younger. And, you know, he um, – you know, it was just uh, I was talking with his uh, his coach, uh, you know, the other day and he said to me, you know, I, for four years, I've dreaded him walking into my office at school and saying, hey, coach, this is the year I have to stop playing. I need to focus on baseball because he's one of the best baseball players in the area and he's one of the best. Yeah. And he's certainly the best on Tampa Catholic. So he, he did call his coach in this year and said, hey, coach, I need to talk with you. And he said, listen, I, I got to do fall ball. I have to be a little more committed to baseball, but I want to play this year. So wow. I think that goes back to our conversation about, you know, being that those dual sport athletes and just doing yeah. what you love, especially when you're it's younger, great. because he it's still great. wants to he still wants to be a baseball player in college. His dad played baseball, but mm-hmm. I think he's he's more. Com- I, I love the commitment. And what did he do? He led Tampa Catholic to a 16-1-2 record. It's the best in the history of the school. So, wow. I, I mean, wow. that, and, he's, and he's awesome. So, yeah, that story's uh, going to be available. It's, it's up for everyone uh, by this point on uh, baynews9.com. So, everyone feel free to watch it. And, uh, you know, I just – I love these types of stories. I love where the – you know, because, I mean, it's, a, it's not an easy decision, like you said earlier, where you probably have parents or somebody else saying, right. no, oh, sure. focus on this sport. You need to do this. And here's a kid yeah. who, you know – who just says, no, nah, screw it. I'm going to, this is me and I want to have fun and I want to enjoy my senior year and I'm going to play soccer. So, uh, you know, I think it speaks volumes to the maturity that we see with some of these, uh, young athletes. And, uh, yeah, it's a fun story. Not too long. Not, not some of my other stories. This one's only about two twenty, So, uh, you know, kept it relatively <laughs> shorter for everybody, but, uh, no, I think it, it gets the message across. So. You give us the best two minutes and 20 seconds of anyone on TV. He's Chris Torello, the lovely, the talented, one of the best young reporters in the area for sure. And, uh, Chris, thanks for joining us, man. Have a good weekend. Right, thanks, you too. My thanks to Chris. We got the Lightning at Anaheim and then San Jose over the weekend as they continue their West Coast tour. And then, if you're interested, USF is hosting UCF in men's basketball as part of the war on I-4. That's Saturday night. And enjoy the Super Bowl, everybody. This weekend, Kansas City against the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday. And, folks, just remember, uh, if you're tired of paying these high electric bills, it's gotten a little cool, maybe turn the heat on a little bit, call my friends at May Electric Solar. They do a great job over there. They'll give you a 25-year warranty on all their equipment and labor. they got a showroom that's open weekdays. You can see their products. Let's stop the insanity of these out-of-control electric bills and start saving now. Call the real May Electric Solar at 727-819-2862. For Steve Versnick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great weekend, everybody.